just salami town. <sighs> so what is up, my fellow gentlemen? How are you guys today? I am doing great. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thriving. You, I heard you guys were out filming earlier today. That is super awesome. And Daniel, you were eating a fantastic lunch. Yes, indeed. I was grubbing. Hell yeah. I'm pretty maxed out at the moment. Dude, speaking of maxed out, are you maxed out of traveling yet? Because you've been doing so much traveling recently. <laughs> no, and, I'm not maxed going out. Around, I'll, tell me about your travel stories. I want to hear where. Well, I mean, the only reason that I'm traveling a lot right now is because it's just like summer. And yeah. that's peak event seat like you know that's the season of events and shit so like yeah, all yeah. the street jams go wait am i allowed to curse am i yeah. not allowed to curse you do say whatever you want okay don't tempt me <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's just there's there's hella events going on specifically street jams so yeah. like the ones dude i went to i went to the green bull jam and then from there i went to the colorado or to the denver jam and then from the denver jam we went to the milwaukee jam okay yeah. Tell me about the Green Bull Jam. I, I know that they did that like a while ago. And I yeah. think it was, they correct, only, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was more of a homie event before. And it was, maybe they were just trying to film a video. I'm pretty sure. I, I honestly don't know the context behind it. I just know that they had it once. Try and kill through the yeah. event once. Release the most legendary video ever. And it's only legendary, it's only legendary because everyone watched it years ago. And, you know, like... We're like, oh my god, that's such a sick bowl. And yeah. It's green and whoopty yada. And then after that, <laughs> nothing ever happened after that. So time passes on and they throw the jam the jam again, but for public. And everyone's getting hyped over it. That's, it was really sick. That's say what what was the the, the vibe there? Because it was on the East Coast. And... <laughs> Dude, it was so hot. Yeah. That yeah, it kind of vibed out everybody. But the vibe was pretty sick because everyone was throwing down. Was it? It was definitely more. I would say a street jam vibe than like a a comp, like a you'd say like a park. Comp. Right. It definitely did not feel like a park competition. No. At all. So was was the objective of it to have like a podium finish winning, or or was it? What was the objective of the comp? Um, I don't know about podium, but I I know uh, Burke won. Jay Burke. Yeah. He won. And well deserved as well. He shred the, he was shredding the bowl the entire time and constantly just like doing fucked shit. He did he uh what do you do? He him and Busty did the uh up and over. Yeah. On in the pocket. Yeah, oh, that yeah. shit was so dope. That's so sick. I feel like bowl riding and scootering is is kind of an untapped medium compared to other. It is one hundred percent. But Logan is bringing it to like I Logan is. On the forefront, Logan is finding all these pools. Logan is taking people to the pools. He's giving pins out, and a bunch of boys are getting clips, and it's really sick. Especially for this is scootering. If you haven't seen, if you haven't seen this is scootering, go watch it because the boys killed pool riding. Never before seen scooter tricks being done in pools. They had like a whole section in the video yes. that was that, that was, was all in Vegas. Tommy and I went. We tagged along okay. with the boys. It was really sick. Logan Logan sent them maybe like five pools, something like that. But the point is, is all the pools that we got were from Logan. So yeah. He, he hooked it up. Logan, Logan gets all credit from me. <laughs> well, I've, I've heard through the grapevine that Logan is becoming integrated with like the, the pool skate scene. And, yeah. and he's becoming friends with like the, that whole scene. And I know there's a network of tracking down pools and, 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 and putting together a list of, of current pools. I feel like pools are so interesting because it's such a... It's such a maybe a time limiting spot compared to other places like a right. handrail. Like 
pools aren't designed to be ridden they're designed to be filled with water you know <laughs> so it's like it, it's like how long can a pool go with it with with being empty and and also being like not watched by somebody right well it's being on aztec trips with logan um i've definitely found out how he acquires so many of the pools and that fool drives with his maps open on satellite and so he, he's just driving looking at the satellite view and if we pass a spot with a dry like you know an empty pool he'll pull over and we'll like um we, we'll just pull over and he will check it out and if it's filled obviously we can't ride it or if it has some water we'll drain it we'll drain it i saw in the this is scootering video there was like a it was almost like a b-roll clip or something of i think it was austin coats like them looking for the pool yeah, but it was full yeah 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 dude one of the pools in vegas we went to the pin logan sent us and then we looked over the wall and there was another dried pool so we hopped over got a couple clips there and um i was kind of sketched out because they had like a, a cat uh what's what's it called the thing that cats climb oh cat tree a cat tree. There was a cat tree. Hey guys, I think y'all's mic stopped working. Sorry to check, check. Ruin the energy. No, no, you're good. I gotta put my phone on silent. Just found out. You're good. What? I wanna be able to see you do some cat shit. It's not live, so. Do you need help, Clayton? I always need help. <laughs> um, could you plug that in? Catch a bullet hose. Hold my bully, yo. Hey, what does that say? Do you want me to feed it to you? Or are you just gonna yank it? Yeah, that's what she said. Is it tangled up? Hey, fucktard, use the coaster. Thanks. Significant cunt. That's like. Don't fuck up this table. You seen the newest look? Or I don't know if it's the newest one. He like puts the glass. He's like, hey. He's like, there's already rings. Yeah, they're all from you. <laughs> yeah, what was that from? It's from Loki. Yes, that's what it is. Oh, have you guys been watching that? Yeah, I love Loki. Yeah, it's so good. I'm a slut. Slut for Marvel. I'm a slut for Marvel and Star Wars. Anything that Disney bought out. <laughs> Significant. A total cunt uh, who thinks they important. I Carly's Nickelodeon. Yeah. Is it? Did you see that they read? Didn't yeah. they reboot it? Yeah. On what? I don't know. Fight Plus. I want to say it starts with a P. Nick uh, at night. Oh, Paramount Plus. That's where it's That's at. That's what it is. Paramount is Nickelodeon. Yeah, you're right. So it is Nickelodeon, just like not Nickelodeon. Yeah, they're just yeah, decoying Paramount. themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because didn't didn't Carly say bitch? Yeah, they're allowed to swear yeah. now. It's on Instagram. Yeah. Is 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 Sam a part of it? I heard she's no. not. Oh, she's not. Well, what the fuck? R.I.P. She just don't want to act. She. Is that the reason? Yeah. Oh really? Is it working now? Check. Oh, it's working great. Yo. Check Yo. check. All right, we are back up and running. Are we oh, good? Sicko yeah. mode. Go. All right, hell yeah.
All right, so we were talking about pools a second ago. We were talking about <laughs> hopping fences, and you were telling me about the cat tree in Vegas. Yeah, so we go to one of the pins that um, Logan sent us. Pool's empty. Brian got a clip. Nick got a clip. Cheedy got a clip, I think. And then Coates looked over the wall, and it's someone's backyard, but the pool's empty, and it's a prime pool as well. So all the boys decide to hop over. And um, it's the one that Tedrick did the bar back disaster on. Yeah, okay. like under the under the dive diving board. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I was sketched out because there was a cat tree. There was a cat tree. I'm like, yo, I think someone lives here. And all the boys were like, no, 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 we're chill, we're chill. Like it looks empty, run down, whoopdiada. And like mid sesh, this old lady from her house opens the door, and she's like, hey, you boys can't be doing that. Like, but like she was she was there the whole time. She, she lives there and everything. Damn. And she was very chill in the beginning. She yeah. was like telling us like, hey, you can't do that. Can you please leave? Blah, blah, blah. All the boys are saying, yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool. We'll leave. We already got the clip. It's whatever. And like not even a second later, she just flips out on us and starts yelling. All right. I'm pissed off. You need to fucking leave. Blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> it was weird. It was really weird. Damn. You need to get out of my cat tree pool right now. <laughs> That's so funny. So you, I, I know you filmed quite a bit of the American This Is Scootering video. I filmed a good amount. And, and only because of the fact that their stuff was lost. So can you, from your perspective, can you tell me about that whole instance? Because I was, I feel like no. I was, no, I'm just kidding. I feel like I was on the tail end of it. I was around the people when it happened, but I feel like you had more of an, an inside scoop on. Well, they wanted to hit the redirect in Fountain Hills. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where it got. That's what where it happened. It got. Yeah, I got take taken, taken, taken. It got taken, got taken, got taken, taken. It got taken in Fountain Hills at the redirect. And um, yeah, all the boys were stressed when it happened and I mean it just got it got swiped from Rudy and shit went south from there and the boys had a tough time like collecting whether they wanted to continue Rudy was saying they had the option to just fly home and call it quits cuz that I mean rumor had it I heard from all the boys that they all got really really insane clips on the east coast cuz they started on the east coast like I think in New York and worked all their way to here to Arizona, yeah. and all that footage was just gone, gone. How, it, how do you come back from that? Like, <laughs> well, they're like you. You just got to keep going. Yeah. Like there is no coming back. You just got to keep going, and like that was the talk that we had to have. We spent like a whole day not doing anything because the boys are so bummed, and um, we had to have a couple conversations whether they were going to call it. Some of them were ready to call it. Mm. And then um, the rest of them, mainly Devin, Coates. Like Devin and Coates. Yeah. So how do you say Devin's last name? Shuzowski. Could be plush. <laughs> <laughs> and Austin Seven Coates. Devin. <laughs> Yo, chill. Come on, dog. Don't bring the past up. Gosh. Could be plush. <laughs> And uh, Austin Coates, they were the ones motivated to just like really keep pushing. And I was, I was, I had the, I was like, yo, if you guys want to, like, I'm down. I got my camera. They acquired Coates's camera. 
we had the same camera hmc 150 so the footage was you know yeah what is it like seamless that's the right word so when when you i know you went out to the east coast and you filmed yeah Co- i filmed cody and chris cody and chris because yeah was was that was was that move in like a pre-planned move that you guys were going to do regardless or is no. that because of the so <laughs> i started filming here yeah right with the boys and then we went to vegas and then they went to boise and then kept going all the way to portland and um while they were in portland i got a phone call from rudy asking if i could go film at um woodward because this is scootering required to have mega ram clips Mm. it was like a requirement and uh he was not allowed to go to woodward so i had to fill in for that because he was filming the other boys yeah and other complications oh okay okay (laughs) woodward was not allowing him Yeah, yeah and so i had to fill in that that role i mean i already filmed while they were here so then i you know why not have daniel go so um we got my flights for the next day <laughs> cody and chris too like they got we it was rushed because we only had a an x amount of days yeah like we literally filmed them maybe um we filmed the two days before the video like the 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 end date yeah. for filming so it was a time crunch for sure and not only dude and the fact we went we went there none of us looked at the weather but it rained the entire time we were there so we found this like four hour window we sweeped the the mega ramp like yeah i saw that footage like the b-roll yes we had to we had to sweep all the water off dry it off and then the boys were able to hit it and they had to get all their clips within those four hours every all the other woodward footage was inside the you know well in the skate parks in yeah inside but we had to find the time while we were there to get the mega ramp clips the main reason we were there so what was the original plan before going out to water what was the uh, plan for the mega ramp clips or was there i don't think there was got you i think i think they got a i think they were hit like the boys while they were up in portland they got hit up like hey so did you guys acquire like the mega ramp clips no (laughs) we didn't no (laughs) so they had to figure that out i I think it's so cool that this is scootering made so many disciplines of scootering come together like the fact that you had to have mega ramp clips like what other video has required that before you know like i don't know i felt like that was a ridiculous requirement were pools a requirement as well pools weren't that's interesting because that was our choice i feel like every team had pools as well no europe had no pools no they for sure australia didn't have pools they had bowls but no pool no pools you you might be yeah yeah i i i I, like i for some reason i thought i remembered that there was because there was tommy christiana's clip of him doing the nose blunt and the bowl that was like probably the most beautiful nose blunt done like it was (laughs) it was executed perfect but then i feel like i saw another version of that and i can't remember if australia or europe's video but it was a very similar clip and i thought i think you might be thinking of chidi's clip because he also did a front nose blunt, but he pulled. He did, like, the deck grab and okay. pulled back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me elaborate on how fucked the pull riding was, guys. Like, yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> look, I've never seen pull riding done like these boys did it. They were riding it as if it was just a quarter pipe, but it's not. Pools are way steeper. They're, they're, the transition is stupid cutty, and it's, it's fucked. Like, you don't see Ted, Tedrick's back crook bar spin back in is so stupid. 
is so stupid. Describe the quarter pipe. Well, dude, if you watch it, it's a wall. It's literally a wall. Like he took the transition and hopped from the bottom to stall. And then like go watch the USA teams. This is scootering and like really dissect the pool clips. Like you can see when the boys land, they just get whipped. They're like, do, 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 do. Because the transition's dumb cutty. Yeah. And most of the pools were walls. Especially Damn. the one that Tommy front nose blunted. That one looks so steep. Tommy was the only one that got a clip on that quarter because, I mean, Tommy just, you know, he buckled. <laughs> he buckled down, you he know. He handled. Yeah. He handled. He's a, he's, he's a man. Damn. I just, yeah. I, I think it's so interesting. I feel like skateboarders potentially have an advantage in pools over scooter riders. 100%. They don't have bars just smacking their nuts. Yeah, exactly. And so I feel like scootering clips inside bowls are just, they're so f- new and they're so hard like they're so difficult you know what i mean right but shout out to logan fuller for making that possible fact and cooper clark yeah yeah coop my bad coop coop too he's definitely been on it but logan has dedicated the past like year and a half to pools he has like a full pool part coming out i've heard about that yeah the, the, the exclusive scooter pool part yes that'll be such a great video it will be i know like <laughs> like keeping I'm, I know it's going to be in Logan's standards of videos, and I feel like every single video Logan releases is like a project. It's not just a video. And right. I feel like that pool project video is going to be it's like... It's going to be sick. I luckily was blessed to have been there for a couple clips. So is every single clip in an entirely new pool? Yes, 100%. That's so dope. Yes. And, <laughs> dude, it's so funny how he comes across these pools. He told me that Trendkill like, followed him around for like a day or two, just like you know to get like a day in the life type like video lurking with kind of video? yeah like, like a lurking with logan yeah. fuller yeah. yeah so they hopefully that drops soon and you can see logan's process because it's we, when we were in new mexico filming for the aztec dvd um he found a pool in an apartment complex but it was like a rundown kind of abandoned apartment complex there's people living there but they were like beat people like yeah it was it was pretty sketchy and uh logan walked in we were all waiting in the van and he walked in and he came back out and he said he met some guy that said he'll let us ride the pool for like 20 bucks. Logan paid him 40 and fucking Logan, dude, he just wanted to ride the pool. But everyone else was like, bro, he's totally ripping you off, Logan. Like he has no authority here. And Logan's like, nah, dude, he said it was fine. Blah, blah, blah. Like I'll happily, get, I'll pay like X amount just to ride this pool. <laughs> We're like, dog, I don't think you have to pay anything like to ride this random, pool. It was just a random he pool. He was because he told Logan, he was like, hey, yeah, you guys are chill. I already let everybody know, blah, blah. He goes, but if you see this girl, like lady this tall pull up in like a blue truck, you guys got to go. <laughs> <laughs> like he knows the security. He's just like, <laughs> yes. he's like but you got to pay me. Like, Yes, Logan paid him, and but he got his clip before any lady with a blue truck pulled out. So he got his money's worth. <laughs> that's so funny my favorite thing about pool clips is when people are able to turn the pool into like a line like i feel like there's a line there i feel like there's individual like like singular clips that are very cool but i feel like when there's like a line around the pool Mm -hmm. it really shows the character of the pool and i there's a one it's also tough to get lines and no that's what i'm saying like it it really shows the difficulty of it there was one clip that Devin did in the this is scootering video the hip to hip thing yeah he like hit both the 
he he managed to like diagonally ride from one side of the pool to the other and i don't know how he did it yeah devin killed it <laughs> they all the boys killed it but fuck those pool clips are so crazy guys are you getting any pool clips for your edit i have none <laughs> i have no <laughs> pool clips there was look my peak pool riding was what summer was it tommy one summer we had like five pools on tap bro it's crazy you were telling me about that there, it there was, was so fucking sick there was five we pools. had one downtown it was an abandoned apartment complex that one everyone knew about like because it's downtown where yeah. word gets around it had like this octopus like yeah uh tagged on there or whatever um we went there we sucked back then too so it was like hard for us to get cool clips but we also had three in the neighborhood something like that yeah, we had like three in the neighborhood because houses were just being knocked and then built, like rebuilt. And one of them, one of my my favorite ones was it wasn't much of like a transition. It was more of like a bank to wall type pool, mm. like a public pool. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was in all corners. I was also really hyped because, I mean, we were like freshmen, freshmen, sophomores around there. And uh, I was nobody. None of us were anybody in scootering. And um, Tyler Whelan liked my photo because we took a photo. I, I was doing just like a front wall ride on the pool. Yeah. And he liked my photo and I was going nuts. I screenshotted it. <laughs> You're like, yo, Tiwi liked it. Yeah. Tiwi liked the post. He was sick. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, so I was hyped. When I was in Oregon, I heard something very interesting about like a, like pools, access to pools. Uh -huh. and, and and there's the, one of the guys that was on the trip. He said, when you guys should go look for pools in areas that have been hit by forest fires. And I was like, that's interesting because all of the pools are still intact, even though like they're the entire houses they were attached to are burned down. So Is that true, Tommy. Probably. That sounds reasonable. So so I feel like that's that that's like a step is I is I know forest fires are very unfortunate and it sucks that they're a thing, but I feel like but. that's that's the ultimate maybe perk of it. But dude, that's always how it is with us. Like COVID. Bust out. Everywhere is closed. Nobody can go to school. But, but nobody, can us, <laughs> nobody can go to school. So we can hit up the schools. Facts. All pandemic, we were hitting schools. I heard stories about, I think it was John Dev, where he was like, yeah, I went to the school all five days of the week. And that didn't get kicked out once. But he, normally, I would never be able to do that. Right. And I was like, damn, like that, that, that is a good opportunity. <laughs> it's crazy. So after you were filming uh, This Is Scootering with the Boys, I saw you went on some more trips uh, to street jams around around the nation. And I feel right. like something I feel like something cool about street jams. I feel like they really they, they were big before, but I feel like they really started emerging during the pandemic when like other events were not acceptable to put on. But right. I still feel like street jams were put on. And and I I don't know if many were. I know the Denver one you and I went to was put on during the pandemic. Yeah. But even Dynamic got some whiplash. We even got hit up. I don't even know if you remember, but some kids were telling us like, wow, dude, there's a pandemic. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. But, but I feel like now even it's like the amount of street jams that are happening versus right. comps that would normally be in this time. Right. You know what I mean? Are, are, are just not happening. I, well, the ESCO one's about to pop up. So make sure you guys go to the ESCO comp. Shout out Scooter Farm for making that happen. Use discount code burrito when you shop at the Scooter Farm. <laughs> Plug. Plug. Hey, if you want to use code white trash for the farm, you know, support But you want to use burrito. <laughs> Um, the, so the ESCO one's coming up. Um, 
all three of us right here, we're going to hit up the Chicago one. Nice. That one's going to be a lot of fun. Have you been to the Chicago gym before? Dude, so I've only been to one. Okay. And that was 2016. I went Damn. to the 2016 so you, one. So you haven't been for a while. Right. And he, yeah, I just haven't been. Tommy went, did you go to two? I went to, no, just one, the 2019 one. Got yeah. you. The, the last one. Yeah, the last one. Yeah. Damn. So you guys just went to the Milwaukee Street Jam, though. Yes. How we was went that? to the Milwaukee one. Shout out to Cramps for winning it. Yeah. It was fire. It was it was it was really sick. Shout, shout out, out Cramps. Shout out Glob Boys. Shout out Will Weski. Shout out um Brian Chavez. Brian Ch <laughs> Shout out Brian Chavez. All the boys who made that happen. We've never been to Milwaukee. It was a beautiful place. Sick spots. Really, really good spots. Um, look for the Northern video recap video coming out soon. And um it was really tight. Um, the boys really threw a good jam. Cramps threw down. A lot of the boys there threw down. And it was sick. We flew into Chicago um, because we wanted to film in that area. And then uh, because Milwaukee was just like an hour and a half, you know, drive up. Yeah. We were like, we'll just hit the day trip there. And, you know, that's what we did. Hell yeah. Were the people that organized uh, the the Milwaukee Street Jam the same people that organized like the Shy Jam? Or was it seemed like it, but I honestly don't know. Like, was it familiar? I haven't been since 2016. True. Okay. And tilt through that one. Yeah. Tilt through that uh, Chicago jam. The Milwaukee one, uh, it was the Glob Boys. I think Busty had a lot to do with it. Okay. Because he was filming as well. And um, I know for a fact that he's throwing the Chicago jam this year. Busty is. Yes. Because okay. uh, Tommy told me. Um, Dodano. Got you. Yeah. Dude, street jams are. I feel like elevating scootering to a whole different spot right now. I feel like I was, I forget who I was talking to, but it was, um, somebody was telling me like the best way for a kid to get out of their comfort zone is a street jam is a street jam. That's cramps. Yeah. He didn't tell you that he's the kid that they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> cramps thrives off of people's energy. Yeah. When there's hundreds of kids, not just kids, but people looking at him he goes off noise and he that's just where he does the best yeah some writers are comp writers cramps is a jam writer <laughs> yeah cramps 100 is a jam writer that over 5-0 that he did fucked. that was so nuts <laughs> that shit was fucked and he oh my god it took so long for him to do it though he dragged oh it out so, my god i'm not trying to take away from it at all i'm just sharing the experience so that you know so that the <laughs> listeners have a better time you know listening to the podcast instead of just yeah it was sick so cramps <laughs> dragged it out hella he wasn't even gonna hit the rail he never hit it before that that was, that the, was first the first trick he did on that wow. rail um we pulled up to the spot and um Dudes were looking at it. Cramps comes up to me for, for no, he doesn't have to share with me, but he comes up to me and he goes, yo, burrito. I don't think I'm going to do it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, dog, you don't have to. <laughs> and I get, I, you know, I get to my position to film and kids are starting to throw down. Cramps keeps running up. And uh, every time he tells me, he's like, nah. <laughs> right. And then who, somebody, somebody did a trick that made him want to do it. Because that's what he feeds off. Yeah. When he rides with other people who are just like really throwing down, he feels the need to throw down as well. Yeah. He's done that for such a long time, even when he was a Woodward. Right. Like as a, he as a, always. As a, yeah, that's just. That's who he is. That's the best type of 
I mean, that's just where he does the best. I think it was the kid who did the backlift on the rail. After the kid who backlift the rail, Cram saw that and he was just like, okay, I got to do this now. Yeah. Like, so then he I like- I got to lip slide it, but with my dropout. Funniest thing, dude. He like, there's so many roll-ups. Okay, okay. So he went, he took like maybe six run-ups. People were, and Busty was like, dude, fucking do it. Like, just do it, Cramps. And he sent it and he almost landed at first try. And um, he like ran back up, sent two more that ended up in like splits like he did the splits the first one and the second one he did the splits even more extended like eagle spread and he clapped his nuts on the ground no <laughs> it was so funny <laughs> like for me yeah because you know it was just funny for it was yeah it was funny for all but, the northern boys like, i'm sure there's a scream to follow it up <laughs> it was so funny bro and everyone thought if because if you Everyone watching thought he fucked up his ankle. Man. Right. It really looks like he fucked it up his really ankle. It really looks like he fucked up his ankle. Everyone is thinking, oh, fuck. He's not going to be able to walk. And then he screams, my balls. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> so like, funny. I broke my balls. So then he gets up, <laughs> runs back up. And um, I think he was saying he wasn't going to do it. And Busty was like, Cramps, you already did it, dude. Like, you, you already did it. Just do it. And he was like, oh, okay, 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 okay. And he convinced some other kid. If you hit it, I'll hit it. And so the kid board slid it. It was like, yeah, your turn, cramps. And then the whole process started from oh, yep. the beginning. Yep. So he had to run up another six times. But the last, like, three times he ran up. It's so funny. He, like, ran up with the weirdest grin. Like, looking at the rail super, super, like, you remember the smile, bro? He was, he, like, rolled up. It was, like, like so, his smile was from ear to ear. And he's, like, yeah, yeah, right here, right here. He looks hungry. Went back, did a run up. Yeah, 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 right here, right here. Third run up, Eric, Eric from, like, the corner. You just hear Eric, one more smile and he's got it. <laughs> It was so funny. <laughs> Fucking Eric. So then he, he went for it, and then he took his foot off. But then he went back, and he landed it. Hell yeah. I, <laughs> that's so funny. I, I didn't see any of that footage before, and all I've, all I've seen right? is just the it land. It was such a fucking process. It was so dragged Dude. out. And then, so he's standing at where he's getting ready to run up for the rail, and people are walking by on the sidewalks just trying to go about their day. And they see this fool. He's like, because you, you know how Kramps gets. Like, he starts yeah. He starts yelling. Ah. He was getting mad at himself. Wally Whip energy. Yeah, Wally Whip Bro. energy. You know, he starts the... <laughs> to, and, yeah, so some of the people watching are just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they just keep walking. Yeah, it was sick. <laughs> I love to watch pedestrians' uh, facial expressions when they see somebody like mid battle at a trick. They're like, oh, he's going through like an aneurysm or something. <laughs> they are going through one. Fuck. <laughs> Especially Gramps. What <laughs> oh, um, jam was at the Utah jam? Some lady thought we were protesting. Oh, yeah. Did she join? Yeah, she like came to the big group of people. She's like, so what are you guys protesting today? And Clayton, Clayton was like, stairs. Yeah, <laughs> we hate stairs. Yeah, I was like, yeah, we're not a big fan of stairs. Like, we're tired of people Fuck using them. Stairs. Like, we want everything to be handicapped, accessible, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just messed up. It's not fair. It's not. These are valid points. These are the conversations that we need to have. Facts. <laughs> I'm over stairs. 
So while you were on your, your while, while you were on your voyage going to all these street jams, I'm sure you got a whole bunch of clips in between all of them. For myself, no. Not for yourself. For other people, yeah. Yeah. Not for myself though. Um, the journey started with a trip to New York. You were um, the Austin Spencer, and I was with Austin yeah. Spencer, Isaac, Isaac Padilla, um, Zach Rowan, and Liam, Liam Fellows, who yeah. met us out there. Okay, because uh, Tilt, shout out Tilt, flew me out there to film for Zach, and um, just produce an edit of him, because you know Zach's very underrated and he's very very talented. Zach is so good. He's a, isn't he a, oh, uh, he's a, what's Caden and Reese and. Michigan. Michi gang. Michi, yeah, Michi gang. He's a Michi gang boy. Michi gang. <laughs> Michi gang. Yeah. Pretty sure Zach's a Michi gang boy. Yeah. And oh, all sure. those boys are, you know, so. Yeah. So look out for Zach's New York video. It's going to be sick. Damn. I didn't even know that he was out there filming for that. That's... Yeah. That's what we went for. So we did. Oh, yeah. We How, went out were, there. You were only out New there York. for like a few days, though, right? Yeah. For like two, three days. And then Not we, true. and then Liam, shout out Liam drove us to washington dc for the bowl jam gotcha okay and then the night of the bowl jam i caught the red eye to denver for the street jam because <laughs> it was the bowl jam saturday sunday denver jam damn yeah did you just travel alone yeah okay and then i met up with tommy nolan eric in it was denver. those boys in denver and then cramps met up with us in chicago okay so what was the Denver Jam like? I know you and I... Wait, were... I did get one clip. Shout out Nolan for filming. I got one clip <laughs> in yeah. Denver. So it's a ledge clip. How... Leak it. How... I did a whip. <laughs> I did a whip back feeble on this redirect ledge, and then I hopped 90 to like fakey front 50, and then front 180 heel out. Hell yeah. Yeah. I want, I want to see that clip. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so Next. What, what, was the, what was the Denver Jam like? so good all these jams have been so good i feel like because of people being stuck at home from the pandemic yeah the energy at these jams have just been beautiful just radiant everybody at the denver jam everybody was so supportive of each other like mm -hmm. you know how sometimes somebody would do something fucked and then the next dude will do something not fucked and, and, it, and, the and everyone's just like uh at the Denver Jam, anytime anybody hit anything, everyone went crazy. Like, I lost my voice, I'm pretty sure. I love watching a street jam when, like, a little kid goes for something, even if it's just, like, a bunny hop down a yes. stair set. Dude, there, was and, the, there were these twins dressed like Isaac, like, these little twins. I filmed one of them. I put him in the Denver recap video. Um, he was doing a board slide on uh, one of the spots, and he, was, he had the wife beater. He had the co-crew uniform. Yeah, the wife beater, Dickies, tucked in. Uh, he had his helmet on, though. He had his helmet on, though. Good choices are made. And then either Converse or P-Flyers. That's sick. He was, he was a short a, kid. Was, and you said there were two of them? Yeah, there were twins. That's so funny, the, the Isaac Miller twins. Yeah, it was tight. Dude, Isaac Miller destroyed that Denver Jam. Dude, shout out Isaac. Apparently, he's, like, sober. And he's been sober for, like, the past months. Really? I don't know how many months. But, like, yeah. And um, he said ever since he's been sober, he's just been the best scooter rider he's ever been. And I agree. At that jam, he really threw down. I mean, even on Instagram, he's been doing such insane scooter maneuvers. Yeah. No. Compared, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Compared to the last time that we saw him. Right. He's, he's gone. Such a drastic change. He, he's gone so high. And it made me very happy. The only difference is he put on a little weight, but it's all muscle mass. 100%. That's sick. I'm pretty sure. I don't even know.
That bar front 50 he did down that image <laughs> 20, that was stupid. Nobody saw that. He whipped out too. I don't know if you know. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He did bar front 50 whip out. That's nuts. Yeah. I remember you and I scoped that rail. Yeah, like, we just looked at it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody told us there's a spot. So we went to go look at it and we're like, oh, cool spot. Let's keep going. Yeah, no, it was it was ridiculous <laughs> very so while you were on these trips you were filming you were filming the northern boys mm -hmm. um is most of that footage now going towards northern full length that's coming out dude i've been wanting to put a full length together for so long but shit always goes shit just it, it doesn't pan out because all the boys have other sponsors mm. and most of the videos end up going to the other sponsors or and like yeah it breaks my heart sometimes giving away the edits, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... But right now, we have, like, we've started, a f like, a part for Derek. We started a part... Derek Marr. We started a part for Nolan. We've started a part for Tommy. We've started a part for... I don't have one because all my footage is for my Welcome to Aztec. And then, like, for example. Yeah. And then, um... What else? I think that's all we have right now, huh? Oh, and then we're putting together a, a B team where it's just the young kids. Like, it's going to be a whole new team of young kids. Tell me about that. I, I've I've heard a couple kids at AZ Grind tell me about that. Right. So, and I, 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 yeah, I want to hear I'm putting it. a team together of just younger kids, like, you know, the future of scootering, because yeah. we're getting old. Not saying we're going to stop or like, because we're never peaking, making that clear. But, um, you know, we people like new. Yeah. And, you know, a new team is it definitely brings new a, outlook a new well. energy, new, you know. I just I just think it's cool to have the younger kids and then kind of guide them in the path that we feel is sick. But then, you know, they're going to end up being sicker than what we thought was sick. And so uh, I've collected a couple kids that I've met. I don't want to just put random Instagram kids mm -hmm. together on a team because I feel like that's weird. Yeah. But um, <laughs> some cool kids that I've chosen is charlie frank he's super sick very sick charlie oh. frank is one of my favorite kids right in, he's like the, the, the right sickest now. um colin mclean yeah because he's also super sick super sick really sick kid in uh vegas his name's jay money okay well his name's not jay money that's his instagram <laughs> that's it he's super sick um did you meet him on your uh while you were in... i've met him out in vegas like twice already okay he's really cool and um so far oh no, no no and one kid gabe who i i approached we haven't really known gabe that much but i kind of want him around us because he's the cousin of the friend that started riding when tommy and i started riding so like when we started scootering we had another friend adam mm -hmm. and adam doesn't ride anymore but his cousin does and his cousin's 14 and like has surpassed what we were doing at fort has surpassed us right now like He's 10 times better than we ever were. Yeah. So I hit up Gabe and Gabe's really sick. He's out in on the west side like uh uh Glen not Glendale. Uh he lives his his local is um Rio. Rio. Rio, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. So is it is is it mostly people just from Arizona that are going to be on the B team? No. I want it to spread out, but I want to meet these kids first before I go anywhere. Absolutely. Like before I add more on there. You I eventually want to like kind of fill a whole team so it's like the a string b string team they're the b string right now mm -hmm. eventually they're going to be the a string absolutely but they're the b string right now 
you know what's so funny is when you formulated the northern b team um i i actually had a a, a younger kid i know or not younger he's a younger adult that i know um i'll just say his name his name is addison um and he came to me and he said something really interesting and i and i thought about it for a little bit and 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 I, I actually wanted to tell you about it because it's it's pretty cool. So basically, he came to me and he's like, he's like, yo, Will, like, you got to start doing something with Undialed soon. You know, like, Daniel's putting together a Northern B team. Like, what you going to do, Will? Like, are you going to put together the Undialed team? Like, where's your love for Arizona? Blah, 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 blah. And he was like putting me in the spot. And I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, why are you doing this? Like, like, first off, like, like, I think that's sick that Daniel is, is starting another team. And, like, do I want to, like, compete with him and to poach? Like, no, like, no, that's that's not the wing. But but basically what I told him, I was like, the best thing that you guys could do for yourself mm-hmm. is to formulate your own crew slash company right. that you guys put effort into for yourself. And they did. And, and, and it's something... Something that you don't have to look at me. You don't have to look at Daniel. You don't have to look at anyone else's approval. It's only about you. And it's what your crew wants to do with the rest of the people on the team. I was like, Addison, you need to form together a team of people of, of people your age that aren't just like, oh, they're good. I want them on the team. Like, no, like you're fucking boys. You know what I mean? Like you you need a team of your boys. So that way when, when you guys are doing dumb shit, um, you won't have one person in the group that's like holding the whole group back or or folds or or something you know and, and it's like <laughs> no but you got they, they gotta have trust for each other it's like yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, gotta facts. be it's gotta be like a, like a real real crew so i i helped them formulate this this crew of arizona it's only only valley boys called valley heat and 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 basically the whole idea of valley heat is is so that way the these group of these group of guys can work together and leverage themselves against potential sponsors in the future and mm-hmm. potential and and like just for their own self image so that way they they could be like like when they hypothetically I told this to Addison I was like when you're negotiating things with Mad Gear you could always fall back on your crew and be like yo look how much attention my crew is getting right now this is also attention that I'm getting and it's just another resource mm-hmm. and I think I think the 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 younger kids especially our local younger kids our arizona kids like they we need to give them as many opportunities as possible and i because i feel like so much of having success in scootering or even in life is is really just coming down to like believing in yourself and i feel like so many scooter riders get caught into this trap where it's like you cannot succeed unless you have a top sponsor. You cannot succeed unless somebody is feeding you. You can't succeed unless somebody else is giving you all the assets that you possibly need. When when if a kid could just realize like, wait a second, I have all the assets in front of me. I have a phone. I have I can take pictures. I, I can do everything. You know, like right. once kids can like <clears throat> grasp that, then then I feel like that could build patterns in their life that they can carry over and translate. And I think that we just we just need to help them out as much as possible because <laughs> my biggest advice for that is um when you guys are putting your crews together um either you guys decide who or one person steps up and learn how to film cuz the crew is going to need a filmer yeah you so, guys need a filmer so the the in, in, intentional idea right now is that i'm going to help them film like a little promotional video mm-hmm. that's going to be probably between 15 to 20 minutes long um, and I've already gotten some clips for that so far. And and basically what it's going to be is 
it's going to be like a crew video that will get uploaded onto Undialed that basically is just kind of their introduction to themselves. Yeah. Another important thing that I think we need to do in scootering is we need to have events where like events to promote shifts in scootering. And I feel like what needs to happen is like there definitely needs to be a premiere for this video. And at the premiere, there needs to be their new line of shirts that just came out. And also there needs to be some stickers that come out as well. So that way, like, like that way when everything simultaneously drops, it's like a significant move. It's a significant gesture. Mm -hmm. And it's just like that's that's the next goal that I'm working with them towards. But the other element to that is I know Charlie really wants to become a, a great filmer. That's something that he's talked to me about. He's expressed to me. And 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 I feel like he's he's got he's got the vision, or at least the initial start of the vision of what like the of what it needs to be. And, and in scootering, I feel like the street riders have a much better sense of style when it comes down to filming. And I feel like there's a lot more effort that gets put into that aspect compared to the park side of scootering. And I feel like if Charlie was able to take the the street filming and the street eye and apply it to a to a group of park kids and 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 like obviously work with me and, and work with you over the course of time it's like he could then start creating the content he could then mm -hmm. start creating the, the 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 group or the 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 outlook for the group because ultimately like i could give them an identity but i want them to find their own identity and I feel like what that comes down to is like they need to have somebody in their group that's like dedicated that needs to be their filmer. I'll help them out initially, but long term, you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm curious. I'm curious what what I'm curious what the future of of edits and full lengths are. Hopefully, like, sick as fuck. Right now, a bunch of edits kind of look the same. I feel like a lot of people have the same camera. I'm one. Of, I'm included. Uh, but I mean, it's, you know, it's one of the cameras that are easiest to use. You mm -hmm. don't have to, like I had an HVX, fuck P2 cards. Um, HMCs are sick because you get to use SD cards. And I mean, uh, I don't know. It's just easy. Like at one point, everyone had a T3i. Everybody. Everybody had a T3i. Right now, I feel like everyone has an HMC 150. And it's fine. You know, it's cool. It's It's what is happening. But I feel like somebody needs to take the initiative to um change that so that everyone can get a different camera do you think it comes down to just the camera or do you no 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 uh the editing as well um if your vignette is showing on from the fisheye please crop your videos to three fours um there's so much like four three hd footy that's like going out right now though like you notice that it's not bad. like in scootering yeah in scootering skating like but in skating HD but in skating like they even crop it as well Unless they have an like extreme. if it's like if it's April, yeah. Like April kill. Do you keep up with skateboarding? Decent, decent amount. Have you seen April April skateboards' videos? No. I love their videos. Do they, they uh, film like four K videos, but they're all in four three. Like a VX. Yeah. Yeah. But they, I'm That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, it's because the the cameras that they use. When they attach the fish eyes, they get the whole, mm -hmm. you know, vignette. So they they can crop it to four three, and it looks, you know, it has that look of the your SD cameras, mm -hmm. but it's it's the most HD possible. Is there a good alternative fisheye to HD cameras that is not the century? The extreme? Yeah, the extreme. Is there any other companies that make no. fish eyes? 
not not because, that not that I know because they yeah. they don't literally don't make those anymore, right? The extremes they're gonna they're dude they're gonna do they're a redrop. To. They're gonna. I'm on the email list. You and Devin and yeah yeah bro Devin <laughs> yeah Devin has his money put aside for one like it's sitting. Devin Shulowski. Could be plush. Could be plush. Seven Dev fucking has his money aside for an extreme. He was like, because he was telling me about it uh, while we were filming for this with scootering. He was like, because um, the boys are, the boys, uh, you know, funds run. And he was like, fuck, dude, I can't spend more money. Like, or else I'm going to have to dig into the extreme funds. And I don't want to do that because I don't want to miss the chance to buy an extreme because of the fact that they're, discontinued yeah that's such a bummer they're discontinued like and the, the other fact too is how expensive they are like if you break that isn't it like three g's three k so it's like okay back in the day when they were brand new they were running about three g but since they're discontinued they're selling for like five to six thousand right now so i might buy two <laughs> right they sell for idea. three thousand and if they're discontinued, right, make my money back. Just saying, <laughs> hustler mindset, one hundred, one hundred percent. Do you know how many they're making? Uh, it's supposed to be about, I want to say one fifty or three hundred. That's, that's still such a limited. That's amount. not a lot at all. Not a lot. No, sir. <laughs> it's fucked. And it's like, it's like a whole process. The person who. There's someone that is making the lenses and someone else that's buying all of it in bulk. Like he's spending probably like $150,000 of his own money and he's going to be the one distributing it to everyone else. So is it just a skateboarder just take like doing it? Yeah, it's like some guy that's like down for it. <laughs> and it happened with the MK1, you yeah. know, that fisheye? Yeah. They recently did that. Okay. I heard a story about a guy who was like a repairman for fish eyes or something like that in skateboarding. He he basically took all of the broken and returned fish eyes from like the manufacturer warranty and he would just go and fix them. But it was like one guy who did it and that was his full time job is to fix fish eyes. And like he's like the, he's like the hidden hero of skateboarding that no <laughs> one ever thinks. That's crazy. Him and Knobbuster. Knobbuster. Yeah, seen that account on Instagram? Knobbuster. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. That's so funny. I've heard stories about like guys who get hired to do, put on knobs who are actually skateboarders, and they do it really shittily, just so that way you can intentionally knock off the caps. True. It's just I don't know. It's so funny. The fact like skate stopping is like a, a thing. Like I don't know. It's it's very odd. We almost had someone like that here, but uh, he didn't fuck with scooters. And then cramps folded for him. Was it that do-it-yourself skate guy? I saw that on Instagram. Saw that? Yeah. Because you know, you, you remember the bumps in front of the science center? The bump to like whatever we put, like a construction sign or whatever? Yeah. And they built like the rail, like the bar. or uh, It was like a bike rack type looking thing. But it was a rail so you could hit the bump to rail. And he was like, if you ever want to hit it, hit us up. Or if you have spots that you need fixed or... You know, take knobs off or shit. Hit me up. And like, we would actually hit him up. Cole hit him up. I hit him up. I don't know who else hit him up. But he replied with like, yo, we don't fuck with scooters. Don't hit, don't hit us up. So we're like, okay, fuck this guy. Yeah. And then Cramps folded for him and became chill with him and blah, 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 blah. 
Cramps folds for anybody. <laughs> did you... Okay, did you guys see that video of the skateboarders ripping out the rail that Cramps built in Tucson? Yeah, he folded for them too. What, what happened with that <laughs> situation? That. that shit pissed me off. <laughs> One, they disrespected him by ripping out his rail, throwing it over the bridge, and yelling, Fuck that rail! Fuck that rail! Somebody must have started skate that. Like shop through the through the th a skate shop through the um event. Yeah, and then one other dude that Cramps knows is the one who, like, incited the whole thing. After Cramps went on his rant, saying, "No, no, no, that's fucked up." Yeah, because Fuck I, I saw his story. Blah, 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 blah. He had like it took one sorry. Well, I wasn't there, but it seemed like it. <laughs> I I I would not be able to take the apology. I don't care how fucking long it is. But they apologized to him, and they're all peaches and cream now. Even the dude who was chanting, fuck that rail, fuck that rail, apparently, like, said sorry to Cramps, and now everything's chill. Well, like, what kind of sorry was it? I don't know. He better have sucked Cramps' dick, bro, because I would not have let that slid. Dude, that's whack. That's, that's disrespect to its finest. Like I, they they wouldn't have done that if it was just put in by a skateboarder. They they like they literally wouldn't have, like But Cramps cannot He cannot have bad blood with anybody. He's a very peaceful person. He always wants peace. And to an extent, that's sick. It's good for whatever. But like that's not me. <laughs> yeah, no. Tough. Fuck that. that. If, if I saw if I saw a video about a spot that I got made and and I saw a, a group of skateboarders chanting like "fuck this rail," would it take a sorry to for you to be like, "Oh, it's chill, dude"? That would that would like spark some fire inside of me that would be really hard to put out. Like, yeah. <laughs> that would start some rage against whatever shop did. Like, I'm just thinking hypothetically of like. If we built a do-it-yourself spot Cramps in Cowtown. He's had just a, a bigger man than I am. That's what it is. He <laughs> has a kid. Yeah, true. He is a dad. Favorite yeah. scooter dad. Maybe when I have a kid, I'll be able to. What is it? Turn turn the other cheek. Alex made a good point the other day. Oh, no. <laughs> if you guys were a scooter dad, would you be sending it like Cramps does? Whoa. Maybe. Because no. I said yesterday, I was like, I like kudos bro but i don't think i could <laughs> i don't that's a risk i guess we'll never know <laughs> no, i don't know i don't know i can't, i'm not i because yeah. right now i'm in the sending kind of mentality you know Dude, he mm -hmm. hops 10 stairs to warm up now yeah he does i do we went to big tempe park <laughs> just hopped a 10 just hopped it for fun you're on that now yes <laughs> <laughs> yes dude i have to i want to go pro before i before i like suck you know before i can't before my body sucks dude. so like right now is the time before any time that's exactly how i feel right now i'm like so I'm like, i've been i've been on i've been on go mode i've been woken i've been waking up at demon time on beast mode whoa <laughs> same animal different beast so does this mean this aztec mm -hmm. part is gonna is gonna defy mm. reality um i wanted to but um listen my i have been going hard for my aztec part it's definitely a different daniel than you've seen in the past mm -hmm. i've definitely been hitting bigger stuff and i've definitely been doing sicker shit <laughs> but i haven't i'm not like at that level yet where every clip is that you know Got what i mean you. yeah hopefully this upcoming trip shout out aztec i'm going on a filming trip with them um 
after the Chicago Jam, Coates and I are going to take the bus to Cleveland. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to travel from Cleveland to Florida. And like that whole road trip is going to be a filming trip. Hell yeah. And I'm going to be there like the entire time. And my plan is my plan is to really go all out because cutoff date for filming is August 25th. And I don't know if I'm going to get a trip after that. Maybe. So I'm really going to throw down on that trip. Do you do you find that your edits in the past because you said this is your new edit that's about to come out. It's going to be a whole new Daniel. (laughs) Yeah. Would you say that your edits in the past you would have, I don't know, four or five to seven clips that were like real pain in the asses, but the rest of them were almost in a sense fillers. And, and and this and this next one is gonna be like not every trick is like <laughs> no nah, uh, I every time I film I really like to incorporate something that I haven't done before okay even if it is not the most fucked thing ever it's I I always want to per, like I don't know every clip I want it to be progressive from the next and um these past edits every clip I worked I worked for mm-hmm. but I'm talking about like the type of spots I'm hitting. You feel me? Like the shit that I've been scared of, I'm hitting now. Mm-hmm. So like I'm warming up on 10 stairs. I haven't hit rails yet. Am I going to say handrail? I'm a pussy. <laughs> but like I have a great variety of flat tricks that I can do. And so like why not throw them down a set before I can't, you know? That's facts. Like I had got them flat, so. So you just got to add more air time. I just got to man up and do it down some, yeah. You know what I mean? Like last night we went filming and I didn't do the most fucked shit, but I did shit that was out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So like I did a I did a front half cab over a ledge, but I incorporated an oppo bar in there just to like really spice it up. I feel like oppo bars are one of the most underrated scooter tricks because like to the untrained eye, they just look the same as normal bars. But if, like if, but like if you no, can no, incorporate you it in them, spins, you could really tell. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Alex told me that you, he couldn't tell. Yeah, I thought you did lefty bars. He thought I did lefty bars, but I don't. I do right bars. Yeah, I do right. We we played we played Scoot at uh, Avondale, Aren't and you? and he set an oppo bar down the stair set like the uh, five stair, <laughs> yeah. and I did it. And he goes, I said oppo bar or some shit like that. I was like, that was my oppo bar. And he goes, fuck, you're good at them then. <laughs> some people are weapons at them. They can just do them like Derek Marr. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to be on. Tommy C. I'm never gonna peek. Yeah, fucking Tommy's so good. Him Peroni. Dude, Peroni's Mar, clips in the in the Europe video. They're insane. Dude. How, he like he did this one line where he did like a triple heel out of oh. a... No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm, no, thinking, no, I'm thinking of a different clip. What, Are you talking about the whip front scooter, Smith, Manny, front people, 270, double whip front Smith, like three bar bar? Yeah, it was the three... Yeah, three, that yeah. one. Three <laughs> no. very hard tricks linked yeah. together. Well, yeah, yeah, that was fucked, but... 360 triple whip flat. In a line. In a line. Yeah. <laughs> he did it. And it and it also looked clean. I love like, you, Jonathan. If you watch this and made it this far, I love you. No, you haven't. I'll check later. Whatever. <laughs> Aren't you like an insane weapon at flat scoot? <laughs> no, he's not. No, I actually, <laughs> he just this boy competed in the Mad Gear Flat contest. Yes. Isn't okay. it like the first year too? All three years, baby. Woo! Yeah, you were at Woodward that one the year. The trip yeah. is here. Yeah. Someone get him the belt. Come on. So, yeah. t- dude, tell me about Magyar Flat Wait, battle. before he tells you yeah. that, I'm going to no. say that I beat him last night. Really? Who beat you before that? Alex did. 
But last night he almost blacked me out and then he fucked up on a set and I came back and then took him out. It was literally double up to nothing and I messed up on like a trick I have and he just came back and annihilated what me. What trick? I messed up on a finger whip. Bro. God's plan. <laughs> <laughs> but Mad Gear Flat Scoot was honestly a trip because it was it started in 2013 was the first one. So it was like they're that, that old that old oh my damn God. yeah so that was the first one and i was like not known at all at the time so they had like the submissions so i sent in like a 15 second line where i did like i can't even remember probably like a triple whip heel rewind like a bar whip after something like that and yeah i wrote with Mainly, like, I was kind of street-ish. I was riding, like, an Ethic Linworm deck and, like, T-bars. And it was just, like, a lot different. And I could, like, handle bright flips and stuff, but I couldn't kick listen. So I had to, like, bring my own tricks. So I would bring, like, switch tricks in, and it would mess everyone Yeah, he still up. does. <laughs> he gets me on du switch double whips and switch double heels. Yeah, that's that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucked. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I want to see more switch and scootering though. Oh, we do too. I'm glad you said them. Like we really. Tommy and I practice switch, but he definitely excels quicker than I do. I was struggling to set a switch down heel on him the other night. Like it probably cost me like three of my sets, and then he just gets it first try. <laughs> For anyone who wants to know why we play scoot so much. Um, here in Arizona, uh, the Northern boys love to play scoot before, like as warm up before any sesh, like at a skate park. So that's what we do to warm up. We play scoot. They're just very competitive boys. Yes. They need to assert dominance at the very beginning of the session. <laughs> it's facts. And right now, Nolan is at the top. Nolan's the champ at the moment. He's the tip of the t totem pole. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the tip of the Every totem Every time I played with Tristan, he wins. Not every time I've played him. <laughs> wasn't I haven't beat Nolan though? Was wasn't Mad Gear Flat Battle like the initial idea of it was for Jeremy Bow to win the entire thing? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Who took him out? Tommy. Good. Yeah. Three years in a row, right? Yeah. Yo, when we get yes. the whole team together, like together, together, that's gonna be an insane game of Scoot. Oh yeah. man. We're gonna have Tommy, gonna have Derek, our... Nolan, Tristan, Jonathan. Oh whoa. Me. Dude, Tommy and Jonathan would be insane. Right? That's gonna That be... would be insane. What don't count out Derek, bro. Derek? Okay, yeah, Derek. Nobody just knows that he's fucked at flat because he doesn't he's never showcased flat, you know? Oh, but you've he's... just seen him do combos in air. He's got one eighty triple bank. bars flat. Like like bar 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 bar, bar. Yeah. But he like he literally taps each one. He's got one eighty brr, one eighty brr. Cause he just go brr. That's what he has. Big brr. Dude, I think I think it was so so funny that Mad Gear literally had an entire flat battle and like, lost. And and it was it was all based around like a new. Uh, it was like their MFX range or something like that, wasn't it? It was all around some sort of yes. line of scooter that had just came out that was ultra light or something. I remember. And this was like a giant. Giant advertising scheme to do it. <laughs> and they failed at their own scheme. That's crazy. Northern's going to have a dodgeball tournament. So um, <laughs> comment what brands you want to see get beaten by the Northern team. Oh, so it's going to be individual teams that are the dot. 
<laughs> the hardest part, we just need to find a team that none of our boys are on, you know? It's like we can't play North because Derek's will on it. You get taken out by we can't play Tilt Envy. and Undialed. We can't... <laughs> We can handle Dude, tilt. Clay, we can definitely handle Clay tilt. Clay and I will single-handedly. <laughs> no. We just need Shelby, and you guys are fucked. Shelby? Oh, yeah, she's like a... She, like, full-time plays uh, dodgeball. Shelby Grimness is are a, you serious? Is a yeah, weapon at the dodgeball. Yeah, all the time. It's I mean, sure, she can play but, but, dodgeball but all the time. She's competitive she with it. She goes to tournaments but and But is things. she good? I assume so. You would know better than we I would. Because, you know, started. the bench bench goes to every game. <laughs> bench. The bench. The bench goes to every game. <laughs> that doesn't mean they play. I think that started because when she worked at the vault, they were, like, the, all the employees were on a dodgeball team. <laughs> and, they, they, yeah, they just play random teams. Right. So I think that's what, like, sparked it. <laughs> Damn. Well, Dude. we're ready to fuck anybody up. So if, <laughs> whoever you want to see get... Who's, Blasted who, in the face. Who are you worried about? What team is nobody, it? dude? Look at me. I'm in. I'm in exactly. sweats. I'm comfortable. Ah, I don't I'm know, man. <laughs> I stole that from Kevin Hart. <laughs> ah, feel- I'm not worried. I can't think of one person I'm worried about. Cause my team's stacked, bro. Dude, the Daniel, I'm sitting right behind you, bro. I'm not scared of you, Clay. I'll, I'll <laughs> I will throw a rubber ball at you any day. Bring it. Meanwhile, we're gonna have plays set up. We're gonna be calling yeah. stuff. You, <laughs> Tommy Kush and I were running what fuck Jump Street back in the day. We were running kids out of there. Tell him, Tommy. Dude, I'm gonna make I'm gonna get a <laughs> I'm gonna get a jailbreak, get my one teammate out, and once that happens, <laughs> I don't care how many of you fools are on the court. <laughs> That's okay. Do you play dodgeball where you, you play in a basketball court and if you make the half court shot, that's a jailbreak? You're, I used to play that in elementary school. That was fire. Sounds pretty fire. I mean, it, it was fire, but I don't think there's ever been a time where someone made it. Really? I think. I don't know. I was a, I was pretty good at basketball as a I kid. I was a young buck. Yeah, go Suns. <laughs> go Suns. Speaking of Suns, this is so exciting. Haven't they, it like, is. Haven't they never made it this far ever? <laughs> Suns and six. Suns and six, baby. I mean, when Nash was with us, but I don't think yeah, they made it this far. Long, it's been a long time. Shout out Nash. He held down. But Damn. now Booker and CP are holding it down. Shout out to them. Isn't all Shout four teams? Isn't Johnson? Isn't all four teams in the finals right now like teams that never make it this far? Is like, isn't the Bucks, the Clippers, the Suns, and the Hawks? Hawks. The Hawks. Cinderella story. That's sick. I was watching a, a YouTube video about just That's how dodgeball. about how weird <laughs> these finals have, have been. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> Cinderella story. Yeah. They never been to the ball. Like, you know, the ball where she loses her slipper. She was never, she was a housemaid. She wasn't, you know, hot chick. Who brought this guy? <laughs> I'm just confused. No, Continue. like Dodgeball the movie. Dodgeball the movie. That was a movie reference. A cinder, like, I thought, I thought you were referencing the movie when you said a Cinderella story. Yeah. <laughs> it's we a Cinderella about- story. Okay. It is. It's a Cinderella story. Because they, they've anyone, never they've never been. I've just never heard anyone outside the movie use that phrase. So I just think of that as a movie reference. What like Cinderella the movie, or is there another movie that? Shout you out Cinderella. Call, call, referring to a team as a Cinderella story. 
That's what this is. So do they have like a like a glass shoe they bring out and it's the trophy, homeboy. <laughs> it's the ring. Dude, I, I hope the Suns keep going in this finals. That'd be really sick. Yeah, we do too. They definitely got the valley juiced up. Like I've never I've never seen the valley this juiced about a sports team. I remember it was really cool when I graduated high school in the Bay Area. The Warriors won the finals the same day. And yep. it was like it was a really cool vibe just around the whole the whole bay because it was like one, I graduated, so that was sick. But two, it was like everyone was just stoked. And it's like I think it'd be really cool for that same feeling to come to Arizona because I feel like it just doesn't happen that often. Like, does, right. does the, has the Cardinals won the Super Bowl? No, we got close though. Fuck the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> and like, what's the other one? The Dodgers. Uh, Those Dodgers. Oh yeah, the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks that, that, that are doing booty hole right now. Yeah. Did you see? Did you hear about their record breaking? No. No, they they've lost like consecutively twenty in a row, making it the like longest losing streak in history. Nope. <laughs> yeah. So you hear about that? I, Shut wait, up. Twenty no is the longest losing streak. <laughs> yeah. I thought it would be longer than that. I think it's in. Yeah, that's what I heard. I was like, dang. And I went to their game too. <laughs> it was crazy because it, they were playing the Dodgers, and it was all Dodgers fans in the Diamondbacks stadium. Like you would think, yeah, bro. Mexicans chairs, fold for LA. You would that, think all the chairs were blue. Mexicans no fold for LA any now. day. I was at the gas station with Ricky. Shout out Ricky T Garden. He, um, Ricky and I were in the gas station, and I was paying. And this dude behind me is like, I'm wearing this hat. Shout out Suns. He goes, oh, we got a Suns fan. And I turn around. I'm like, yeah, what's up? And he's going like this to his Lakers hat. He's like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. And he goes, nah, bro, it's all good. I was born and raised here in Phoenix. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, then why the Lakers hat? Wait, 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 wait. And he's like, oh, my dad's from L.A., fool. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, fool, I'm out of here. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Somebody, somebody, worst somebody fools, said that bro. to you in, in Phoenix? Yeah, at the Where gas station. The sun's fan at... <laughs> oh, no, it's cool. I was born and raised here. But my dad's from L.A. So, so Lakers. Yeah, right? Mexicans fold for L.A. <laughs> they do. They really do. I feel like L.A., especially the Dodgers, I feel like the Dodgers are like more of a clothing icon than they are a baseball team anymore. It's yeah. Kind, kind of like the Raiders. Them and the Yankees. Yeah. Yankee with no brim. <laughs> are are the Yankees like? Are they actually a good baseball team, or or they were at one point? They for sure were. I don't know where they're standing now, though. I don't either. They have a sick ass logo, though. I feel like that's like yeah. One I of have most... their hat. <laughs> I feel like the hat isn't even associated with the team anymore. It's just kind of just the New York logo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's Jay Z's hat. It's Jay Z's yeah. hat. It's the Jiggas. Snail. <laughs> that's funny. All right, enough about sports. Let's get back to extreme sports, Will. Yeah, what we're really here for. What we're really here for. Come on, bro. Give us the good stuff. Give All us right. what we need, not what we want. All right, so so I feel like one of the coolest parts about scootering is the fact that we have such a cool scene behind us. We have such a... I feel like there's little instances that I don't feel like go along with this, but I feel like overall as a whole, we're very accepting and very... Uh, loving and uh, just a nurturing community i feel like compared to other other outside communities and i feel like the next question that i 
I, I want to ask people in general on this podcast is is how how do we start expanding that community? How do we how do we start reaching corners of of this world where where people who might not necessarily know what scootering is will will want to indulge in scootering? I feel like one of the problems with scootering right now is is it's kind of a privileged sport compared to other things. And the thing that I'll compare that to is lacrosse, for example. It's like I used to play lacrosse, and when I would play lacrosse, it was it. It, it wasn't really that well known and the only people that ever really played it were kind of people that were well off with money and then that that happened to just be like the more like white neighborhoods and i feel like scootering is kind of the same way it's like where's scootering the biggest it's the biggest in like europe it's the biggest in australia it's the biggest in america and those are like kind of all just white countries and i feel like in order for scootering to really really break ground and really really start going places as a community and and as a bigger culture like we need to start expanding it to other countries we need to start going into more niche neighborhoods we need to start going into overall just a a, a more bigger outlook on just the whole community and i think scootering has a really big advantage to do that i think the thing that people a lot of people don't talk about within scootering is like scooter is a damn good transportation vehicle that like anybody can ride and it's like it's like how can how can we one bring transportation into more parts of this world that would then introduce people to the idea of even doing tricks on it at all because i feel like for people to to want to indulge in the scooter trick culture they have to somehow personally relate to it in the first place and if they're riding a scooter to work every day then they can kind of kind of understand so it's like i don't know from your guys' opinion how 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 do we start expanding scootering? What's what are what are certain steps that you feel like we need to start taking or or my personal opinion is mm-hmm. I feel like it's tough to do that because of the outlets that we have. Yeah. We don't have any other outlets besides the ones in our community. So wherever we present scootering, however we present scootering, it's directed straight back to us from us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So how do we break that wall? I don't know yet. Because I feel like I, I know I we know, could all just pitch in on a Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> really Imagine. sick one, though. <laughs> I know, I know, because Daniel, I know we've talked in the past, just like like what what is the initial push to like make well, what would be cool. sick is if um, I know a ton of scooter riders are talented in other fields, and it'd be sick if they don't abandon their hobby of scootering, or at, like for example, um, the first one that comes to my head is. Whenever dudes try to become rappers or producers or whatever, mm-hmm. they immediately restart their Instagram, start from zero, and never, ever, ever include scootering. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like the wackest shit ever because they, you'll see them at a skate park like a year later. Yeah, bro, I'm trying to get back into it. Blah, 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 blah. Like, you got any extra parts? Whoop de yada. It's like, dog, why'd you even like, you could have still scootered. There's nothing lame about it. Like, mm-hmm. just, just keep doing it. How do you know we? I, mean? I feel like it's interesting that people do that. Like it's like skaters never abandon skating. Dudes no. that model still skate. Dudes that act still skate. There's fucking um, like uh, NFL players that skate, basketball players that skate. You know what I mean? They never abandon skating, and so that that is an outlet outside of skateboarding that the main public gets to see. Mm-hmm. Yo, we do have a super cross racer. Who? Austin Forkner. I don't know who that is, but he's just cool. like he just scooters for fun. Like this is what he does. I met him at uh at my local park in Amarillo. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. That's and, fire. Uh, like uh, Juju hasn't abandoned scootering. No, I he feel embraces like it, it the most. I feel like in a lot of circumstances, 
um, when when you talk about these people restarting from t- to zero, I feel like yeah. a lot of circumstances, the scootering could potentially help them with those other avenues. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, dude, they could they would stand out. Yeah, they would. They, it would be such a unique variable to them compared to everyone else in that other field that's already oversaturated. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the question comes down to is like how how do we make people like proud to scooter? I guess that's that that what it comes down to because I feel like the reason that people take take their every bit of their scooter history down if they think that the scootering is going to like hurt their their potential next endeavors so so the, i don't know dude there's really nothing we could do f- about it because i feel like i've never had an issue with scootering no one's ever like i mean i have gotten backlash from it at the skate park from skaters yeah but that's like whatever i've mm-hmm. always been a confident person enough to be just, just like whatever dog suck my dick but like i've heard kids at school would get bullied for scootering and you know some kids just can't they can't take it they don't want that mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i feel like kids who go through that trauma they it definitely lingers on later on in the future what demographic of kids do you think get picked on and, and the only reason i ask that is because i feel like when i go to more like more out there countries for example i go to lithuania or something like that <laughs> and 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 it's and and no one will hate on you for scootering there because right. scootering is is categorized in the exact same category in people's minds as skateboarding and biking and, right. and it's like they don't they well, that's because skating is like americanized yeah and go ahead go ahead so it's like it's like to the average pedestrian it's just like they could look at a skateboarder they could look at a scooter rider they just see the same person you know they, right. they just see a person doing that activity but i feel like in america it's like the pedestrians or a certain group of people because i don't feel like it's everybody i feel like it's just a, a, a niche group of people have have looked far enough at action sports where they can actually break between like oh that's a skateboarder that's a scooter rider and i feel like maybe when somebody's mind is in that place it's like it's like i feel like that's almost probably a privilege to like to be able to think like that because it's like if you're if you're thinking like that you're you're probably not worrying about food you're probably not worrying about your your place to sleep you know you're right you have other things and and it's like it's it's like how how do we make that initial shift in people's minds to to look at scootering in a different outlet because i feel like everybody Everybody in this entire complex, apartment complex, everybody on this in Tempe, everyone knows what like a razor folded is. Like yeah. it's just there's not a identity behind the razor scooter that that makes people feel one way or another. I feel like when people look at a skateboard, they're like, oh, rebellious or ooh, this. I feel like they just think Tony Hawk. And but when they look at a scooter, they don't have an identity to like put behind that. And it's like it's like, how are we going to make the moves to put an identity behind how somebody sees a scooter? You know what I mean? I feel like that's that's the next objective to really accomplish in scootering is to give the average pedestrian some mental cliff note of what scootering is. Because I feel like if it's anything right now, it's negative. It's it's little kid. It's 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 immature. It's it's getting in your way or it's man on bird scooter you know it's like it and it's like how how do we how do we shift people's minds into thinking like scootering is sick as fuck because if that shift happens if that shift is able to go then everyone because what i think is funny is there's so many closet scooter riders there's so many people that like like scootering but they'll never like every skater is a closet scooter rider absolutely and it's like if they if they could 
enjoy scootering and, and look at it and look at it like in a sense of damn this is cool then like dude there's no stopping scootering like right like there so it's just like and what's funny is it's like it's not even a tangible thing we have to like do it's just like it's this this opinion this huge opinion that we have to like we have to i got it shift we get one brand a sick ass brand aztec tilt who else <laughs> we get aztec or tilt to endorse a celebrity to show up on a red carpet with a scooter <laughs> and that's that all but the publicity who? in the world i don't who? know someone's yeah, sick who? as fuck it depends who if Aztec Drake. had to... Who? Drake? <laughs> Drake. The Rock. Nah, the, the Rock's like catered to moms now. <laughs> Drake. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll think younger demographic. How about... Man, if is Pooh Shiesty locked up still? I feel like if Chief Keef rocked up on a tilt complete. Ooh, yes. Yes, that's what you we got need. It. That's you got it. And he was just like... He had the same... If he showed up and did the zig short like, like uh, like the zig short gun bars thing, and it was like, yeah, if he Chief Keef did the scoot scoot, bang, just bang, it'd be over. It'd be over. Okay, you know the guy, the what is skateboarding after that? The the guy who's, I don't like all these people talking shit on Chief Keef. I don't, you know that guy. We need to find that guy. And we need him. We need. We need to get him real riled up, so that way he can record a song. Oh, dog! I, dog. <laughs> I need to write it down. Imagine if that was the intro of the Northern video. Just, just the. You find the guy, bro. You don't need to imagine it for that long. I'm gonna get it handled. <laughs> That's a great idea. I'm really writing this down. <laughs> so we need to find that man. Um, and we need to, we need to shift, shift the mindset. I feel like another really great way that we could shift the mindset <gasps> is if a, a famous female dates a scooter rider. Yeah, true. Like, if, well, like uh, how famous? Cause if, if, uh, if like if a scooter rider, I don't know, dude, imagine Will with the Kardashian. If, Ooh, if a scooter rider could like could somehow secure the bag with like Billie Eilish or something like that. Or, or, it's, or, um, or, or who the fuck is it? We just need to win over the women. That's what we got to do. Dude, there's a, um, a scooter rider. I forgot his name, but he's, I think he lives in Russia. He's dating this chick that has like two mil on, on Instagram. Yeah, it's but like, who is she? Uh, she's some Russian. Exactly, model. bro. But you know, every Kardashian. Is it the guy on it? We need that level. True. We need, we need, True. we need an A-lister. We need an A-lister fucking a scooter rider. We do. Who's it going to be? All right, if I'll there's... take one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> I will gladly take Gal Gadot. One that's Wonder Woman. If nobody knows who that is. We need, yes, we do. We need Leticia to start dating a scooter rider. She does, I don't think she messes with scooters. Like... I, heard, okay, I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor <laughs> about... A certain scooter rider who who got to dance in a club with her in Barcelona. Yeah, but they didn't have the scooter on them. It's true. I don't think she would do anything for us. Because it would just cater to the, uh, the only other people outside of scooting that would see that was skateboarding. That's it. True. Very true. Like, I'm telling you, we need 
fucking who like who's on the same level as like Kylie Madonna nah she old as hell fresher fresher yeah we need fresh Ooh. funky fucking fresh what's that Doja Cat Doja Cat would work but I don't know she's nasty she likes um Hopper Hopper from Bugs Life yeah that shit was she was you grimy. can look that up she has a crush on him Really? She was grimy as hell. He's nasty. Yeah, and she has a crush on him. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Say it, but I think like Kendall or Kylie, they would have to be, one, have of to be one of them. Yo, Ariana Grande. That could, that work. could, work. Oh, that could work. That would work. Selena Gomez. Oh, that would work. <laughs> I love Selena. <laughs> that would work. Miranda Cosgrove. Mm, I mean, uh, mm, I don't know. I feel like she was she's... in that movie, North Hollywood. Yeah. 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 <laughs> did you watch it? Did you watch it Hollywood? Yeah. It was what did you think? It was cool, definitely cheesy at moments. Like Yep. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Hey, hey I'm gonna be a pro skateboarder. <laughs> hear, hear this one out. I was talking with this about Tommy Dang yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um what if you showed me this anime a while ago about volleyball? Yeah, Haikyuu. And and that, that shit was crazy. That's, that's amazing. And like, like, what if there was a scooter anime that was just as intense? Well, if anyone has to do it, it's going to be us or else it'd be corny. And it would be completely like, like all the other, like when shit's not produced by, no, cause fucking Hollywood, North Hollywood was produced by skaters and it was still a little cheesy. But like, I don't know. Anytime you see any brand that isn't core skating, it's always corny, cheesy, like runway shit is gross when it when they try to incorporate skating i feel like that's what it would be with scooters too i feel like they make it very kid friendly because mm. of the fact that it's scooters you know what i mean yeah so it would have to be someone in the scooter community core scooter community who doesn't really like want to put a filter on it um it might have to be me but uh, i gotta make time for it imagine if we could get the asian scooter community popping like to the point that we had like people in japan making scooter animes that we'd had to translate Dude, like, that'd be crazy that would be the hardest thing ever that'd be so sick if if the if they make it hard if they make it good oh i'm only assuming they would i can only <laughs> hope <laughs> scootering needs to break into china too well did you read that article from trend kill it's probably like a year and a half ago where they did an interview with i can't recall his name switch whip no no sean no. I don't think it was with Sean, but I love Switchwhip. He's yeah. he's the man if you're watching this, Sean. But basically, there's super strict regulations on the YouTube in China. Like yeah, he mm. told he told me that. Yeah, Sean's the one who told me that. Can't watch a lot of videos. Right, and mm -hmm. it's like really tough. He told me that when I met him at Woodward, I, which made it like made me curious as to how he found Peachy, like Peachy scooter videos where they were like he was able to watch those. Yeah, he was able to watch or, out of like everything. Peachy's wasn't that known, but like he, some kid from yeah, China was weird. able to watch Peachy scooter videos, and that's how he knew us at Woodward. Really weird. That's insane. I, you know, Sean works for <gasps> Tilt now, dude. So DVDs could work in China. Ooh. If we do like demos in China, and give DVDs out like to kids, like sick yeah. ass DVDs that we made, like real sick videos. 
with that like would, no, that would spark with the... like no real dialogue in it it's just like the art it's just it so that way regardless of there's no language barrier it's just like only vibes right 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 right. that'd be sick but i feel like that would work that would because i mean yeah. they can't watch it all on youtube which is where we all watch mm -hmm. it so like pro demos and dvds would work in china and other countries where that's a thing because it's also that... something to think about is like since it's communist, when you go in and they saw a bunch of DVDs, would they just confiscate the DVDs? Oh, shit. I don't even know. It's Yeah, I don't know. It's a whole other world. Unless you get the DVDs made in China. Oh, and then you, and then you, you secure them at the factory. Yo. We're on to something. Plots. <laughs> because I feel, like, I feel like really important. We need to get Asian scooter culture going. Mm. That needs to be jumping. Boom. South American as well. Boom. That's that. I feel like that is such an untapped. Oh shit, oh, shit my bad. I'll stop banging on the table. <laughs> good. Um, I've been doing push-ups with Tommy and me <laughs> and Alex. But but South America, like Brazil, I there's a, there's a, I know there's a couple scooter shops down there, yeah, and then really? and then up through like Panama, up through that, uh, and then joining North America. I feel like I feel like Mexico needs to get more of a spotlight. Clayton and I are actually going to Guadalajara while um i feel like the scene is growing in mexico for oh, it, sure it is but There's i just feel not like, as, as big of a spotlight out there but i feel like no one's putting them on the spotlight you know what i'm trying to say like i see i feel like the scene's growing they just don't have an outlet to reach all of our eyes chama is definitely trying to so 100 so what clayton and i are, are actually going to end up doing is we're going to guadalajara for their video contest and the video contest is very interesting i don't know if you guys know the premise of it so because none of the scooter riders over there can afford cameras or have cameras or a computer with editing software like like what for example like coalition would be or something else like because those those resources just aren't as accessible um they're basically doing an entire video contest over the course of a week where everything is filmed on your phone and edited on your phone and and then presented at the end of the week and i and i think that like Obviously, I'd prefer it was on cameras. That'd be cooler, but it's, it's just it, the conditions don't allow. And I think that this is a great step, like at least in the right direction. And and I feel like like so basically, what Clayton and I are going to go down there is we're going to go and we're going to document this whole like procedure that goes down. This whole procedure, following each one of the crews on different days, and we're we're really going to try to encapsulate just the 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 scene down there and the vibe because i feel like mexico has such an emerging scooter scene i just feel like it's never been put on the spotlight especially like besides for maybe like the tijuana riders those are the only ones i ever really see get put on the spotlight because scooter from riders will go down there or, or whatnot but like deep within mexico the only footage i've really seen from there is like shit from like the proto dvds yeah. like and those are all american riders down there it's not like mexican riders and i feel like that's what like we need to show that like that's important Yes. But also we like what else is amazing is like the Russian scooter community yeah. that, that that's happening right now. Like the hype that's happening be, be behind Russia. There's certain undialed posts will post where we'll post a Russian kid and there will be not a single English comment on an undialed post. And it's just like, what? Like, <laughs> the, the yeah, I've heard plenty of times that the, that the scooter community in Russia is popping, which is why like uh, which is why Proto sponsored Vlad. Yeah, and um, Aztec was trying to look for a rider out there too. I think we did sponsor sure, a rider yeah, out there, right? Yeah, there was a video right? on Aztec's YouTube, and it's literally just because of the fact that it's popping out there, like mm -hmm. for the only like that's it.
but but like we don't see that here i, I like, don't we I just like, see the riders that the brands out here put on i feel like it's almost the same circumstance as china where where they get it since they're communist they potentially might get blocked or they might be able to not see all of the media that we have here mm-hmm. and i don't know that's unfortunate dvds we gotta kick it old school we just need to create a scooter app that that just like goes like basically breaches the, all the windows that that like instagram couldn't do and it's just like a scooter chat app that like anyone can can talk in that won't get stopped by governments that'd be sick but that's a lot of money and time discord discord true but so then so then scratch that so then scratch that <laughs> um but damn, scootering is so sick. <laughs> uh, yeah, if I say so myself. But, I love to scooter. But I don't know. What do you do you guys have any have anything that you'd want to see come to fruition in the future with scootering? Like do you do you have any goals as an as a scooter community that you'd want to see flourish or that you'd want to see come out that are not here yet? Hmm. Yeah, I'd like to see consistent videos. Like, Thrasher posts an edit every fucking day. Mm-hmm. And um, it's because they really put the resources behind it. You know, they they have teams of filmers, teams of editors, and they they hold that valuable. And I wish that that was a thing in scootering. Um, I feel like a big thing about Thrasher is, I feel like the because Thrasher was the magazine and they've been the spotlight for so long. Mm-hmm. I feel like when that when YouTube happened and it kind of just translated over to that, they were fortunate to have all the brands still want to just there was one central source that all right. the brands would send and I feel like that's a problem in scootering is. That's definitely what Trend Kills trying to be. Yeah. And um <laughs> and to an extent they are doing that because there are a lot of YouTube channels that aren't popping. Mm-hmm. Most of like a bunch of scooter shops aren't popping. So you'll see a lot of like welcome to's on trend kill for scooter shops. Mm-hmm. But I feel like um, scootering is kind of stuck in the mentality of like we want our YouTube channel to pop because that's how it used to be like. Um, uh, like Why do you sco- think that is? I don't know. That's just like the, the dragon that we've been chasing, mm. you know, like that used to be the scooter zone. Dude, views used to go crazy on YouTube for scooter edits. Like I, as a kid, I never looked at views. Never, ever, ever did I look at views. But now that I'm older and like, it matters, I um I've definitely peeped the views on some of the old videos I used to watch, and they did numbers. It's crazy. Yeah, I feel like what's what's potentially interesting about every company wanting their own YouTube, every company wanting their own power over it. I think a lot of that might have to do with the initial YouTube boom. That happened, I think, around like when Tanner Fox blew up and when Raymond really started blowing up, or even when Undialed started to as well. I feel like there was a lot of eyes that were put onto scooter riders that were making a shit ton of money off YouTube. Yeah. And then the companies were like, yo, we got to tap into that somehow. So yeah. then every company was like, oh, yeah, 100%. I totally blanked on the fact that a bunch of scooter brands are owned by non scooter riders, they're straight businessmen. Yeah. So when businessmen saw the opportunity to make money, off of youtube and definitely like exploit that opportunity that's why they were stuck on let's make our youtube pop Mm -hmm. you know 
I feel like as a community, we need, just need to pull together and like just agree on one source. So that way... I don't know if that'll ever happen, honestly. You don't think? No. Do you think if the media viewing platform changed from YouTube to something else, hypothetically, that it would have the potential of doing it then? Because I feel like, for example, like the YouTube of DVDs was DVD players, you know, like that, that's what played the content. And I feel like YouTube is just what plays the content. And I feel like if there was a new medium of content that could come out, that would be the chance for scootering to really come together and just have like one media source page. But it's tough because there's so many personal, uh, personal, what's the word, uh, interest involved you know there's so many people are kind of greedy about it i mean even if the brand would be kind enough or not even kind enough just find like just we'll find the value in making an edit for i'm i back trend kill 100 so, so me, i'm gonna say trend kill so let me ask you why do you upload northern videos to your youtube and not trend kill well i, I have a couple of trend kill videos on there okay. like i got i personally wanted my scooter farm video to be on trend kill and, and then, not on the farm right not on the farm um what other northern video did i get on there i did um Derek mars az no 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 that's nolan's no, nolan's AZ. we got eight nolan's az heat on there and i want to make more but like even just a couple here and there gotcha. like i still want to post on northerns because i'm stuck in that loop as well but i also want to like i want to make edits on trend kill mm -hmm. you know what i mean and if every brand was doing that, then it'd be, you know, it'd be a couple steps in the right path. Because even Nike puts edits on Thrasher. Yeah. And Nike has their own, like Nike skateboarding. Mm -hmm. And they post edits, but they will, here and there, you will see one on Thrasher. You know? That's true. But brands don't even make edits. It's the people. Writers make edits. Yeah. Brands don't make edits. And I wish that they did. It would be tight. What would it look like? Not all, not all. I'm not talking about all brands. What would it look like in, in your opinion for brands making edits? Would that just be supplying all of the equipment to the writers or, or no, because not every writer can film. Yeah. Like you are one writer. Yeah. Let's give Will a camera. Now you have to find someone to use that camera to film you. True. Where's the value in giving you the camera? Yeah. That makes no sense at all. I feel like there needs to be a dedicated filmer on each team that gets flown out more than anybody. Boom. That's what, I mean, that makes the most sense. That makes the most sense. But... <laughs> I mean, it can also be in your crew or team. Like, in mine, in Kinetic, it's me and Corey Lane. Like, we got each other's back. He's filming everyone. I'm filming everyone. If he wants to clip, I film him. If I want a clip, he films me. And if the rest of the crew wants footage, we'll divvy it up. I'll film. He'll film. So it's not only on someone. If Because we both want to ride and we yeah. want footage. But we know someone has to do the backbone of filming. So we put it on ourselves. Yeah, 100%. Both. Like, if a brand was to hit you up and now Corey has to do all that work, like you guys are doing the work for yourselves exactly. because you love it. Yeah. But now you have to do it for someone else who's going to profit off of your guys' hard work. You feel me? Yeah. So, I mean, more variables come into play when it comes to that. That's true. Tell me about Kinetic Crew real fast. 
where I've seen Kinetic Crew, but I'm, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm I'm not entirely familiar with the history of it or how it came together or who's even in it. And so I, like, I just want to hear about it a little bit. Yeah. So like when you were talking earlier about uh, Valley Heat, yeah, that's basically what Kinetic evolved from. Uh, back back in the day, I used to be in a crew called BFCM. Which <laughs> yeah, is yeah, yeah. It was like Cameron Poe. It was Isaac Padilla. He like made the crew. It kind of fizzled out. Was it, it was big fat, <laughs> big big fat cock munchers. Yeah, similar to DTDF. <laughs> yeah, basically stole the idea. The original name was out here, Young Cartel. Wasn't Hoyt in it too? Yeah, Hoyt, um, Aaron Watson, a bunch of. People, people who don't Santa anymore. Clarita locals. Yeah, it was like Santa Clarita locals. Nathan Franco. Isn't that where uh, Isaac? Yeah, uh, Isaac's from the Valley, which is kind of by there. Okay. But he worked at the Santa Clarita Scooter Zone. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, basically, and Zach Poon was in it too. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, His part was my favorite one. Yeah. With Bleach, Zach riding a proto deck. Yeah. Um, I know BFCM. Exactly. B, right? Yeah, BFCM. BFCM. His part was my favorite. <laughs> No offense to anybody else, but, but I loved Zach's part the best. Oh, yeah. When that fizzled out, because everyone stopped writing except for me and Isaac, it kind of left like this weird, weird hole. And I kind of just, Zach convinced me actually to buy an HMC 150. And I bought it and I was like, damn, what are we going to do with this? And uh, me and all my local guys and from like a one hour like radius got together and we made like a full length. And yeah, so that was the kinetic full length. We recently dropped Inertia at the end of 2020. And funny you mentioned both of those we released on Trendkill and they did notably well compared to other videos on Trendkill. And it kind of leaves me at a weird point where I'm like, I kind of want to build the kinetic YouTube, but it's complicated now that I've released my biggest projects on Trendkill. Mm -hmm. Do I have mm -hmm. to just continue to follow that? Or how can I build Kinetic? The other scary thing about that too is hypothetically, what if something happens to Trendkill? Then exactly. it's like then it's all your work gone. You know what I mean? You're kind of I putting the ball. In, you're kind of putting the ball in somebody else's court. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're a crew that makes shirts, stickers. We're releasing a magazine too. Really? You know, Tell me about that. Uh -uh. Yeah. Um, I just thought about it at the beginning of the year. I was like, dude, when was the last time you saw a scooter magazine? I Other think the, the, the only zine? one is the, the vault zine. Yeah, and that's exactly. just an advertisement. Let's be real. Exactly. Well, the, so prior vault <laughs> hey, zines. Hey, Austin tries his best. Prior no, it's beautiful, but it's an advertisement. Actual, like, it is. Stuff in it, but yeah, advertisement. So I took it upon myself to learn in design and make a mag. So I have interviews with Anton Abramson about priorities, the Bay Area video that came out, Ryan Myers on Hello Grip, uh, Snail about the East Coast, and just a bunch of stuff. So that should be coming out in the future. Hell yeah. Yeah. Are you planning to do print? Yeah, print. Okay. For sure. What is your objective behind the print magazines? Is it is it a more of a passion project or do you see yourself really selling these? I see it more as a passion project. Okay. Honestly, I know it's it's not saturated market at all, but it's more just to do it and document these things. Absolutely. Because I think that's what's truly important to me mm -hmm. to leave some kind of print in this industry. Yeah.
it's such a bummer that prints just aren't really a thing anymore compared to like what they were you know i feel like i feel like there was this small period of time where magazines were the primary medium of of communicating new subjects and i feel like that got completely overtaken by the internet um so like i couldn't imagine being a skater back in the 80s and like and like getting your photo your new new magazine with you on it like that would that would be that would be the coolest thing ever yeah like you can't top that you know no i i I think that's so that that's so great you're 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 bringing another scooter magazine in i feel like because there was scoot mag at one point and they and there was there was like three of them i thought wasn't there was dialed dialed there was dialed scoot mag that's and, awkward <laughs> and I, I i think there was one more but i can't even remember oh it was a spanish magazine it was a spanish magazine that was uh uh was produced and made in spain i actually have a copy of it which is hilarious it was, oh what about that one something toast or butter something french toast french toast and then yeah and then uh Paul of Cena created like this one, the Swallow Mag or something like that. That was like it was only like a one-off thing, but it was. I think he was trying to start it into more. I'm I'm not sure, but going back to Kinetic Crew. Sorry, that was a little bit of a tangent. Um, so what's like what's like your objectives with with your crew? I I mean obviously it's to have fun and like enjoy your 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 time with your no, your fellow friends. No, it's all serious. It's all business. Business. There's no we only fun. Talk money. Yep. checks yes hustle <laughs> when they take team trips it's to the bank ramen every night <laughs> there's come on dog like kind of yo what's this guy's problem dude like the fuck we don't have fun over here you see the bags under my eyes no fun what? so little bags only make deposits <laughs> haven't made a withdrawal in months don't need to <laughs> um something about as far as kinetic what I think is really beautiful is that we still have the same crew that we started. And I want to say the only people that are sponsored in the group are myself and Zach Poon, and we're on the vault. Everyone else, like, it's all purely for the, just for the love of the sport or for the love of scootering that we're doing this. So I don't think we have an end goal. Just create some beautiful projects. And if we can release products along the way, we'll see what happens down the line. We don't have create. Well, we have like big picture ideas, Mm -hmm. but that comes with a lot more business structure. And right now, for the most part, it's just me doing the majority of filming, editing, design stuff of course i have help from Corey, tyler Bodie, carson davis and my boys but yeah it, it's gonna take a lot more oh yeah no I, th- I think that's that's some of the most wholesome things i feel you could possibly do in scootering is just is just creating stuff that is literally just for your boys you know what i mean and stuff for the people that you genuinely care about i feel like that like i do it for my city <laughs> Well, Daniel does it for his city, but I'm, 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 I'm glad that you're you're really pushing that. You know what I mean? I feel, I feel like you. that's important. But oh yeah, both. go Suns, go Suns. 
hell yeah guys well i think i'm gonna wrap it up right there i feel like this has been a really solid and fun podcast thank you guys once again so much for coming on um dude i didn't yeah. want to but tommy made me <laughs> thank you tommy Tommy I was like bro got on here on. just to say sons and six <laughs> so sons and six um whoop, whoop. you guys will watch them win the finals it's just gonna happen it's gonna happen um and if you are a bucks fan i'm sorry <laughs> and if you are a clippers fan you almost had it <laughs> and you had the refs on your side but and is there, wasn't is there hawk fans I don't... <laughs> maybe bitch there might be no <laughs> but everyone loves the sun yes 100 and uh and on that note we will catch you guys in the next episode Peace out, guys. Later. Peace. Use burritos. Shop a scooter farm. <laughs>